this is our first episode on still figuring out the name i think maybe soul drop but like the work in progress work in progress podcast yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. i have some i have some cool like ideas for this podcast i think really i just want to talk to people why don't you um tell me because i know we had this conversation before Mm -hmm. but like what is what is your reason for starting this podcast before I do that, can you introduce yourself? Oh, and I, I gotta introduce myself. Introduce myself too. I'm um, my name is Teddy, and I am a student at school, and that's I'm uh, interested in spirituality, art, science, pretty much anything cool and interesting. So I just assumed anybody listening to this would already know us. So, so I was like, I guess we don't need <laughs> yeah, to introduce yeah. ourselves. But no, um, my name's Jason. Uh, ex podcaster, I guess now, no longer an ex podcaster. Back, back to podcast. A lover, a fighter, <laughs> father, a of, father of a, of a of a young puppy, and a loving husband. Mm. Yes, and a friend, and a friend. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, so the question was like, how, what, what was this podcast about? Yeah. Let's. Why don't we just go into what the podcast is? why you wanted to start it and we'll go from there there. well coming out of a a youth of you know varying degrees of just like troubled life I guess I mean it's not been so bad that you know I wasn't really on the streets or anything but I I really had a lot of mental issues growing up Um, and so you know, that struggle has kind of followed me into my early adulthood. Now I'm 22, uh, back in school, and I think it's kind of, you know, doing something that I really want to do, uh, exploring spirituality for the first time, and I realized that I like talking to people, and I just like talking, and I was like, I'm like, well, we're having all these conversations, and we're good at them, and I'm good at talking. Uh, people like to hear me, at least. I hope you guys do. Uh, and then I was like, well, what if other people could hear me too? And so I decided to, I'll just be like making a podcast and here we are. I, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a few months since I had the original idea, kind of slowly working towards it, recorded a few other things, but it wasn't really something that I was planning on, on putting out, but it was like, we got to record this. We got to, we got to save this for, for something. And now I really would just want to... I was really uh, inspired by Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Shout out uh, to, to <laughs> D. Trussell for his amazing conversations with really interesting people. I wanted to kind of have my own spin on it and also just promote my friends. Uh, not just my friends, but people I'm interested in, like artists, musicians, uh, anybody really who has a cool, interesting view and just have really cool conversations about about things, you know, focused on like art, spirituality, uh, product productivity, really, uh, science, literally anything uh, that would be interesting. Nice. I think I think you listeners are in for a treat with this show because I I've had one too many conversations. Well, I guess if you know Teddy as a person, um, you'll have way too many good conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you just think in the back of your, your mind, like, wow, this should have been documented. So I guess this is the first step 
in that, right? There's so much insight. I think you ask a lot of the right questions mm -hmm. and we get yeah. down to exploring things that, you know, you wouldn't normally talk about, uh, I guess like in a, in a larger you're, setting, when right? When you're bowling with the bros. Like, no, yeah, <laughs> you know, like. I usually like to step aside and just have really like intimate, cool, interesting conversations and share stuff with people. And we just learn so much from being around each other. And um, I want to promote that kind of space. And I think the biggest reason I started this podcast was because I feel like things are, are said in certain ways and are brought up in certain ways that are not super approachable. Uh, to people, you know, ways to to think, uh, perspectives, you know, because we really we really all have so different perspectives, and yet, uh, not everything works for everybody, and maybe the same thing, the same lesson can be taught in a different way. And the ways that work for me, I'm just like, well, what if they work for someone else, and what if I put this out there? And I think that's why that's like one of the biggest reasons. It's like, man, I I really want to help people or just. Just give something, you know, give something for somebody that might need it in the future. And uh, just like me listening to a podcast about uh, spirituality or, or Buddhism or really just anything like uh, it's approachable. You know, it's more approachable than trying to like figure out uh, a book sometimes. I, I love reading, but not everybody wants to read and not everybody realizes that we're all just people. I think I think it's really important that you create like a very intimate space. And and yeah. one thing I'll say is like I'm speaking from experience here. There are a lot of things that I really didn't care to explore or even really think I would have any interest yeah, in yeah. until you and I started talking about them. Like for example, like dude, I like don't know a single thing about astrology. I don't care for it. I used to think it was just, you know, oh, they're written in such a way that anybody can just say, "Oh, that's totally me." Like, yeah. And I remember, I remember I was at a party once yeah. and I was sitting in a circle of people. Um, Alex might remember this. Shout out Alex. If she, um, Pearlstein. Okay, Pearl yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're name dropping you, Alex. That's okay. <laughs> it was, it was at a, I think it was a party at Sabrina's and uh, I think she brought up the concept of astrology mm -hmm. and I was just like, that's nonsense, man. Like yeah, none of that yeah. like actually means anything. Like it's just, it's just they hired somebody who's really good at writing and chose the right buzzwords, and now you associate yourself with a bull. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever, yeah, yeah. Or whatever animal. Whatever like, animal. how am I a crab? How am I a fish? A scorpion? Yeah. Like, what does that all mean? Like, one of them is literally an archer or a guy where a guy carrying water, Aquarius, like. Can I, can I just say, I think, it, I think it's funny that, like, cancer is one of them. Cause some well, because you like, think cancer as, right. as the disease and not <laughs> as meaning crab. Crab. Which, um, which I'm really curious. Like, I, I would love to put a pin in that and, and, and maybe later talk about why. I don't Because I don't know why. I would love to learn that. But I really, I was the same. I was in the same boat uh, as Jason, dude. I was like, what? I mean, I, I, I kind of, I felt it. And people would say it. But... I always hold this belief and I always say this. It's like we only, it's only as true to us as it is, like as we believe it. And you can't really, you can't force someone to believe anything. And sometimes it's really hard to force yourself to believe something and it takes time and exposure. I know there's like this idea uh, or psychological concept where you're around something, around somebody. And that's actually one of the reasons, uh, it's like familiarity is one of the reasons that 
that can make you like something. I believe that, but I also believe that perspective is maybe one of the most important things because when you hear somebody say something and you don't realize that maybe they play video games too or maybe they are interested in the same things or maybe that they went through a hard time as well, uh, it just seems so easy to them that they didn't struggle. And I think while it may be true that some people never struggle and then they become really enlightened or, or whatever... I will say, <laughs> you know, like, I don't even, I don't even know if I necessarily agree that, that like some people never had a struggle. Yeah. I think, I think the struggle can manifest in a in lot different of different ways. ways. Yeah, you're right. right? No, you're right. You you're know, right. like it's never easy full because like, it's not easy to become a master at anything. Well, that's the whole point. No, of, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think, um, a belief, uh, one of like the four, maybe it's like the first four noble truths, precept or whatever. I'm, uh, don't quote me on this stuff. I'm still, I'm still learning and I'm like kind of developing my own, my own belief system. But, uh, in Buddhism, there's that, it's not you suffer. I mean, you do, but there is suffering, you know? And so I'm going to quote you on that. <laughs> my, my personal belief is that, that we develop based on that. It's like the world is asking us, yeah. figure this out, you know, survive this. Yeah. And then you will have another tool. And I think, that's great and all, and yet people still don't, you know, so people still end up dying, and maybe that's that's what was meant to happen, and yet if I'm here and I can do something about it, why not? Mm. You know, why not Why not put my voice out here, uh, my wonderful, lovely voice out here, and... You do have a wonderful voice. I do have a wonderful voice, voice don't yeah. I? Yeah, I like talking. Um, you should sing for us one so, episode. Maybe. Maybe if I get better <laughs> singing. No, I will say, though, uh, astrology has been one of those things that recently i've been kind of paying more attention to and with any of these things that i get into i am not ever going to be an expert until i think maybe i'm never going to feel like an expert because i always just talk about how i view it how i do it and i think that's the most important thing because in my opinion you're not doing it wrong if i were to do something wrong it would be doing something that hurts somebody so i don't believe in using astrology as something to be like i don't want to ever talk to this guy like i don't talk to scorpios i don't talk to leos i don't talk to gemini's they're fake i think that's not quite as productive as i like it to be i think the people who use it in that way don't even actually appreciate what it is i, I mean i think it's like I, it's like the same thing as using religion to kill somebody it's like well um, yeah you were like, gonna kill somebody and then you just have a something that, like that you can say that it makes you feel better about it a form um, of persecution i mean I, remember, I don't think it does make you feel better about it anyways but yeah what are you saying i remember being in college and just like a good friend of mine there was somebody that i guess was a part of our friend group at the time and like you know they were stuck in an elevator together at one point and oh, yeah? like i guess like she looked at my friend and was just like you know like you're very much uh, I think it was like I think she was a Pisces or something. She was okay, like, it was just like totally unprovoked and yeah. like caught her off guard. And I think when it comes to astrology, like it's not a good lead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's definitely something that lends itself better to a more intimate setting, where or or like you bring it up when you you know somebody a little Maybe. bit. Maybe I think it makes makes sense because I mean it's different cultures, right? Because like yeah. for us, uh, my pronouns are are he them, but I you know raised masculine and and Jason is a man, and we you know when I activate that, I I realize that for guys, it, it, we usually don't have anything that kind of like leads into us being friends. We just start talking. Yeah, we don't really care much about this or that. 
And so we don't really understand that as much sometimes, you know, when we do that. We're like, we're going to hang out with this guy. and Guys are almost like childlike in a sense yeah, and when we, it comes to... We don't want to waste time when it comes to hobbies sometimes, but, but we don't view, you know, like making friends as wasting time. Yeah. And yeah, I, 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 a lot of girls who are a lot of women are, are really f- uh, feminine presenting people, they, they lead with that. I don't think it's wrong. It's just different. You know, something that I don't... Sure. Uh, I think the problem with leading with it sometimes is that it gives people the impression that I'm going to say something wrong and you're not going to like me. Yeah, there's like that reservation It's there. like I don't want to say something that, that eliminates the possibility that we might connect. And yet there is that position presented for us. But you know, you there's, know? Like, there's like something... In a weird way, I feel like there's something beautiful about that. Because it's like... You're already putting emphasis on wanting to get to know someone yeah. to the point where yeah. you're scared that you won't. And it's like you don't know them yet. You but know them, yeah. It's kind of a, I don't know, like, again, like, it's it's almost childlike in a sense, right? Where you're, you know, you're worried about something that you maybe shouldn't even really be worried about, you know? This is true. This is true. I think, But it's childlike in both ways because... You were just saying that men are childlike because we just get along. We just get along, And yeah. yet it's also kind of childlike to put so much power into something that almost doesn't have a lot of scientific basis. Right. I think the scientific basis is a personal thing, too, because uh, as Western sciences, we can't really measure all of this stuff. We can't be like, well, all the people who are born under this moon or this, this sun or this, you know, situation are this way. And yet so many people believe it. In a way, I believe it, too. I, I think the way I, I have is a little bit more nuanced. Mm-hmm. It's not like I judge people quite based on that, but... You know, okay, so <laughs> we, we before we started recording, we were talking about astrology, and I stopped us before we got too deep into it, because quite frankly, again, I'm, I'm an outside voice. I don't really, like, I don't subscribe to it. I don't mm-hmm. know much about it, but I mean... Teddy has a really good way of getting people interested in things <laughs> okay. they don't know about. So, like, I, I want to ask you a question. Okay. I want to know, I'm a Taurus, okay? Yeah. I know that right. much, okay. right? Represented by a bull. Yeah. I know yeah. that that means I can be headstrong, okay. a bit indecisive, which, I mean, those are qualities I, yeah, I suppose yeah. I would attribute to myself, right? But tell me, tell me more. Like, okay, what do so you, I'll tell you what, what you it know? means to me because, one, I know you. And that's, that's, so that's a little and, bit of bias here. And then, and yet I know there, if somebody's listening to this and they're going to be like, well, that is not what a Taurus is. I mean, <laughs> I, who cares? Okay. I, I don't care. This is what it means to me. Um, I don't, I don't sit and, and research this stuff quite like that, but it, but it makes sense in a way, because okay. if we just consider it, yeah, if we just yeah. consider the animal, right? Uh, uh, one earth sign, earth sign is like, okay, well the earth grounded, we talk about grounding a lot. Uh, getting back to where we're at, which is really, really important. Mm -hmm. When me and Jason are like in talking and I hear a lot about, not just from myself, but from uh, his his wife, Gerilyn. So shout out Gerilyn. Shout out my Um, wife, my lovely wife. Yeah. So she, she and I are really close friends and we talk about it. And I noticed that Jason, he gets, he gets pretty anxious about certain things. Like uh, not just the future, but like everything 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 that's happening because you know and and this is something that i've dealt with but it doesn't mean that like i I don't always activate that and i think that like jason is a very uh like a planner type person he likes to have things like he likes to know what's what he's getting into before he gets into it and yet the plan the idea of something far out makes him feel uncomfortable 
I think that's the thing. Like when his mind is on the ground and you're looking up in the sky, you're like, well, if I were in the sky, I would, I would fall and die, you know, because uh, uh, I can't fly. Or you think about it like this, like, like the, uh, the unforeseeable, you know, the, the thing that the unknown makes some people uncomfortable. And I think that's something that maybe makes Jason uncomfortable from my perspective. It's like a lot of times he doesn't want to get into anything until he's exposed to it for a very, very long time from people that he trusts. And I could connect that to the bull. You know, I, I when I was telling him earlier, I was like, okay, well, you're a bull. So you're you're very family oriented, um, which is something that herbivores are. Um, you said earlier that like I'm I'm I would like to I'm the one that protects his herd. Yeah, you have and, a herd, you know, and that was like such a a very literal way to portray a, a tourist, right? Like in the sense that. Cause I mean, like, like when people talk about bulls, right? They're yeah. like the first thing they say is like headstrong. Headstrong, obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Okay, but yeah. like, no, if we take a look at the bull as like an actual animal, yeah, right? there's a whole life system, whole yeah. ecosystem there, yeah. Um, that struck me. Yeah, cause I mean, there is there. We always try to view things from one perspective when we don't realize that we activate it maybe in a different way than we would expect to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would agree with that. I think. Yeah. We've talked, like, I think, uh, something, the most, one of the most important things to me in my life is, like, my relationship with my close friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. they... Stability. They, yeah, you know, stability, stability yeah, yeah, stability. So, yeah, I guess in, in that regard... And, like, as far as, like, maybe a bull would be concerned, um, how do I put this? You are, like in a way, the heart of, of a group sometimes, or you're, you're, you're a leader and yet you don't, you take a leadership position that is stable. You're kind, obviously. Well, I mean, everyone can be kind, but I think it's this idea that you don't, you, it takes a while for you to move, but when you move, you, you keep moving. Uh, you have this like, uh, very like strong energy because you know we we as a, as a bull you don't you're not headstrong in the way that you just rush into things. That's what people would consider like maybe Aries, like the Ram would be doing. I, I think um, uh, a lot more energy. But the Taurus is 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 heavy, you know. So so there is energy, but it's like sleeping energy mm. and energy that doesn't like to stray far away from home. And doesn't mean that the that 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 you don't want to leave your house, but I mean I I've always had this idea that you like to protect what's close to you, uh, yeah. And I think that that really activates that when that that Taurus, right? And I mean like not everyone who's a Taurus will have that, uh, will have that slow change. But the Taurus very much reminds me of like inertia, and I like that. I like and but that's that's the thing. I don't want to call someone a Taurus and be like you're slow and you're dumb. <laughs> it's it's not about that. It's more. I, I, uh, I think I think weaponizing astrology. Yeah, is yeah like, that's the problem. That, that's that's, a, that's you know it can way. be a problem. Uh, it can hurt people, but it hurts. Oh, and I also feel like it it kind of because I'd seen that happen quite a bit growing yeah, up, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of where my I guess disinterest where in it, astrology it, because I'd seen so many people just use it as a tool to disengage or like you know put people like compartmentalize people which i think is so i don't know just like the wrong way to go about i I think it's the way that i don't i don't i don't subscribe to 
I think it's maybe the right way for some people because that's how they they like to do things and I can't really judge someone based on that and yet every time I use something like this I try to use it for good it's like what do I like about this person and and sometimes what do I not like about them and how can I use that to like to understand myself like because usually when I don't like something about somebody it's because I don't like something about myself Mm -hmm. that they do or I don't know if I have that thing and then I don't like it because it doesn't align with my beliefs um so sometimes we don't get along with somebody that has a different uh perspective than us you know Mm -hmm. so like we don't agree on the same things we have something different and then when it kind of applies to us, we don't take that position, or we're like, "Why does that?" We get frustrated because it's like, "Why can't why can't Jason just get on uh, get on board with the thing that I'm interested in?" Because I have a great position on this, I have a great um, uh, perspective on this, and I can I can argue my perspective, and yet as soon as I bring it up uh, and have this whole like conversation, I'm like, cover all of the the bases. He's not on board with it. And that frustrates me, you know? Well, that has frustrated me. It's not something that's, like, a common issue. We usually don't get... We don't have fights, really. You know, me and Jason. We fought before <laughs> we started recording. Yeah, we just... This we were, You know, yeah, we were uh, yeah, black eye right now. Um, <laughs> that's why there's no video episode. <laughs> but there are things that... You know, weaknesses in each of us. But not just weak... Not really weaknesses. More just that we... You know, between us, there might be something that... Um, that comes up. That creates a rupture. And by visualizing this and understanding where he's coming from, maybe I can understand why. And then it makes me feel a little bit better. Like, oh, why aren't you hopping on this? You know, why aren't you going to this show with me? Or why aren't you doing this uh, and choosing to uh, hang out with your family instead, even though you see your family every day? Well, maybe there's somebody that values their family a little bit more than they would value going to a show because they could see you sometime in the future. Yeah. We don't, you know, we don't choose things because uh, because it would make us feel bad. We choose things because it makes us feel good. Yeah. And so Jason chooses things that make him feel good. Sometimes he doesn't always recognize it. All the time. But but that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. I think, like, you know, I, I like the example of, like, you know, like, hey, and I know this is an example, but just, like, you know, like, I'm hyped for the show. Why aren't you hyped? Why don't you want to go with me? Why are you choosing to do something else over yeah. this, you know? And then I think sometimes, like, when when it comes to, like, inclusion, yeah. especially, like, people who are close to you, you have to take a step back and understand that, like, if somebody not wanting to do something that you want them to do is, like, angering to you or, like, it's frustrating. Gets you upset. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. I think. Thing, yeah. I, I think sometimes like it's necessary to take a step back and, and understand like, like why do you want them there? You know, because in a sense like mm. it could be for a selfish reason. Yeah. You know, yeah. like well, it's I would like, enjoy I, this person. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I would enjoy them. I want them to be here because I think it would enhance my. But would experience. they enjoy it? And would you enjoy it if they didn't enjoy it when they were there? And the thing is, <laughs> you could be right. It, yeah, they yeah. could enjoy it, but that's not a decision that like we you're, can't decide you're not making that decision, yeah. for somebody else. You know, like maybe one day they'll think what it is you want them to do. Uh, they'll it's want to them. prioritize yeah, that for yeah. themselves. You know, but it's up to them to make that call. So the funny thing is that the the basic lesson in all of this is that by being a very close friend of Jason, Jason's like my brother, right? Um, we get along. 
where we don't have that kind of like problem. But part of why I've learned to be more patient is because we connect on so many things and yet I don't have that as much as he does naturally. And I learned from him. So it's like knowing that maybe he is slow to the uptake on something. Are you calling me slow? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. But Jason, like I will be fair, Jason is one of the smartest people that I know. Uh, It's just more of like change. Sometimes change taking a little bit longer is a good thing. Yeah. And it teaches me to, to stay on because I know I'm right about something. Well, then... Why should I let someone else convince me if they don't agree the first time? Well, and, I'll, I'll come mean, in and, and, and I'll say this. I feel like as... So one thing that I think is important to note is that, you know, I didn't realize you were 22 until you said you were 22. Yeah. Like, I could oh, so I'm 23. I'm 23. I'm, yeah, yeah. I literally, you know, I literally like, lied earlier. I swear you're I am 23 that. years old. I don't know why I said I'm 22. I'm going to okay. have to cut that out. It doesn't... This part. You, you, could, you could leave it. I'm going to leave it in. I You know, <laughs> I... It, I think one thing that's really key to point out is that we are in two different stages of life. This is true. We are like yeah, we're, we're good true. friends and this, we're yeah. brothers, but like I'm I'm a big sigh. I'm approaching thirty, you know. And TJ, like your your twenties are beginning, right? Like you're you're. I mean, I mean you're approaching your beginning mid-20s. to mid twenties. Yeah. yeah. But that's a very pivotal time in somebody's life. I feel like that's oh, yeah, when the yeah, most yeah. change or the most like experimentation happens, where it's like. Most people at my age, I'm not going to say all, but most, right? When you get close to your 30s, there's there, there's a lot more, I guess, stability. There's yeah. a lot more maintaining like what's already been created. Yeah. And not not to say that that's always like the right thing, you know? I yeah, feel like you, yeah, yeah. you still should leave room for fluidity. You should okay, still yeah. leave room for, right? I think it's... Sometimes it's harder for me to adapt to those situations because, again, like I'm protecting what I have, mm. protecting what I know, protecting what's fundamental to me. But uh, I think the beautiful thing about like realizing this as you get older is that, you know, I, I to quote a good friend of mine, he, you know, he once said, like, you don't ever have to have all the answers at any one point in your life. Like, n- that's never a requirement. Mm. No, I, I, I and, uh, yeah, I agree. And that was very freeing to hear because it's like, okay, like, because here's another thing, and you've noticed this too, mm-hmm. right? The older you get, like when you're younger, right, you hold adults and like people in positions of like authority over you to a higher regard Maybe, because yeah. they're older, right? Because yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, like I'm supposed to. The older you get, you realize like a lot of people have aged, but they haven't matured. They haven't grown. And it's quite common, Mm. you know? So I think to come full circle, like everybody's on their own path. Everybody's taking their own journey. Everybody's learning and growing at their own rate uh, and taking in information and accepting information and new ideas when they see fit. And it's not black and white. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, At all. I like to say this uh, recently. The kids are all right. Like we're... No matter who we are, we're we're full. Like we're a good people. Like I mean, we're, maybe we're not all good people in, in our own eyes, but uh, <laughs> I I gotta take that back. Yeah, you gotta because, earn uh, that. Because, uh, okay, you know. But 
I, I, at least in my my perspective, I I think that who we are is okay on the age thing. I know we like to use age as kind of like a, a a signifier. I think age honestly is like astrology and the fact that we're like, oh, you're 23, like this thing, you know. And it's not bad. Yeah, thing. It's yeah. Not bad thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And and on that note, I can't tell you. I mean, yeah, like approaching 30, everybody thinks I'm just a walking corpse at this point. No, and still, so, like, I've met I've met people in their 40s uh, and 50s and 60s at a, a my local burn alchemy that will out dance me for hours on end dude uh, it's crazy we were at imagine not too long ago and, and i saw it, like somebody's grandpa like just there's wizards there yeah. are literally wizards in the world and and, and, and <laughs> that's and, my goal i'm gonna be a wizard yeah that's no, sure we, for halloween um, i think what gave me the most perspective not not the only thing but you know meeting older people who who changed their lives later on was okay so there's a few things i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to have like one or two things I say before we take a pause uh, and get some food because um, it's here. Uh, oh, it is? But yeah, but I have, I, ha- I want to say this because I think this is really important to say is that, um, is that it's never too late because even though we talk about, oh, Jason doesn't like change and I'm the one who's kind of jumping up and all this stuff, there, things happen, Ch- things change, you know, and, and, and it's not useless for me and Jason to hang out because... He's taught me some some stability and and what I like and to value my family and I've taught him to enjoy experiences. I, you know, I've worked on him and he's worked on me by just by just being together and if we can we 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 it goes faster when you apply this idea that we have what the other wants. Uh, we don't always recognize that, but we have something that we want from each other and we become more full people and we don't spend time together. It's because we don't need to because we we have work to do where we're at. It's a it's a beautiful relationship, you know. I I think like the best friends are the ones that you can learn from and grow from. But also, I want to say this at the same time, we could also just hang out and it not even be anything about like learning. Like it's just always have fun. Yeah. Yeah, just chill out and have a good time. And I think like just our relationship having that capacity is like really. It doesn't feel like. Oh man, I'm hanging out with TJ. Like, guess I gotta get prepared to learn something. And I, I'm sure it doesn't feel that way mm-hmm. from you as well. Oh, it's no, just yeah, yeah, yeah. let's hang out, and then the learning and the growing is we, just like we, a benefit. We talk about this, like you know, it doesn't always happen, but it happens a lot where we just talk about this kind of thing naturally. Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. Uh, the, the 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 last thing I wanted to say before uh, we go and get our our food is think about like a lot. There's some there are some actors who we see get like celebrity stardom when they're 18 19 i mean and and and, you know now right and that sometimes it makes us feel like bad i think as for me as in like we aren't doing enough yes yes exactly and so there are people who um i can't name anything off the top maybe i'll look into this before uh in our break and i'll talk about it but there are people who maybe i mean chris pratt may not be the best example because I know he has some some, some uh, uh, controversy, yet he was on the beach living out of his truck and he didn't make it big until he was older. And so we should always, ex- you know, respect that that every point in our lives change can happen and we can be happy, right? Because we don't, I, I'm 23 and I'm talking about all this stuff, uh, but I mean, I 
you know, while I'm young compared comparatively to a lot of people, I know people who are 18 and it's like a different game, you know, and it feels like, man, like, why am I not that accomplished? And yet yeah, I didn't waste my time. It's their game. No, it is. Know? It like is. And, and, and so I'm okay with where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, I, I could be okay with where I'm at and, and whatever, but I'm still young. Uh, even if I were not young, even if I were 60 and I was talking about all this stuff, I would probably say the same thing. Like, I might forget something when I'm 60, but I'm gonna I'm a have a lot more wisdom. <laughs> and um, I, I look, I, I know that we have to get our food, but like, this is such a banger conversation. <laughs> I, I think that like that issue is is very. Like it's it's a current and generational issue oh, because yeah, with the yeah. age and the advent of the internet and mm-hmm. social media, like it's so much easier to see people from all walks of life and position yourself where you're constantly being fed feeds of people who are within your age range doing a lot, right? Yeah. And of course, with social media, you're never going to see the struggles. People are always going to show you yeah, what, yeah, what yeah, they want yeah. you to see. But the on the flip side of that, with the availability of information on the internet, it should be just as easy to find people who are older, who are just getting started or started or older doing, yeah. and, and are becoming successful in what they mm-hmm. do or, or are just starting, you know, like and documenting that, you know, I think there's this notion that, you know, it's, oh man, it's so easy to just compare yourself to people and it make you feel bad. And that's true. And it's totally valid. But it should also be just as easy to to find like the more beautiful side of that, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. that people are still growing at whatever age they are. You know, people are starting journeys in their 40s, 50s and upward, you know. So like to to agree with what you're saying, like it's <laughs> just in a different in different words, you know, there's just you're it, there's there's no time like there's no time. Yeah. yeah oh there's, my gosh. It, yes. Time does not exist. It exists, but it doesn't. Right, like that's what's so beautiful about it. You can get started whenever. Okay. Well, now that we've eaten, how do we feel? Full. A little bit tired. Well, yeah. I will not lie. Sandwich is very good though. It's really good. We need to get Farm Burger as a sponsor. Shout shout out to Farm Burger. Shout out to Farm Burger, specifically their chicken burger. Oh my gosh. I've never had it before. It's so good, man. It's so good. I've been eating a lot of burgers lately, so I wanted to try something. Like like beef. A little patties. bit different, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally feel that. Um So what do we want to talk about next? We could kinda of ended that on an interesting note. We did, we did. Um so before we took our break, we were talking about the concept of time and how I guess people want to operate on uh i guess their own clock or they think there's like uh i don't know i don't want to say a calendar but oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. well i mean that's the thing like they're operating on like a false timeline where they feel like granted time is finite for us yeah so there's an end yeah we will die we will yeah so okay (laughs) Um, cool. We talked about this a little bit while we were eating. We will die. I think that's something that, like, I was listening to Duncan Trussell's podcast, and, I mean, it's pretty a pretty common thing to bring up, especially when we consider, like, the Buddhist death meditation and how it kind of helps you get, like, prepared for death in a way. Like, my view of death has been varied in a way that, like, when I'm anxious, I think it comes from this 
idea that I don't have enough time because mm-hmm. I think about the future. And then the thing about that, though, is you're thinking about the future. Mm-hmm. Your time passes a lot quicker because mm-hmm. you're not you're not figuring out what's going on it's, now and you're not making it's not gonna, actions. I'm going to wait for you. Yeah. It's not going to wait for you. It's going to happen. And then before I kind of like reached this realization within myself, I was just so frustrated a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't working on myself. I was. Uh, I mean, really, I was just like. I was spending so much time trying to avoid feeling because I felt so bad all the time, and then I thought that something would change externally that would make me feel better. So, um, I was like addicted to video games mm-hmm. in a way that I love video games still, but. I couldn't I couldn't have a good relationship with video games because I would spend hours sometimes I would play a video game um, and then turn my brain off and I would still be playing the game um, yeah I would treat the game like it was a job almost and then when people would try to take me out of that I would just I would just like snap I think that's like a really important thing to touch on because as you know I too like video games <laughs> quite a bit but I think more recently, um, in wanting to focus on, you know, I guess using my time a bit more wisely, you know, because again, like like the concept of time, like it's finite, Mm -hmm. it doesn't wait for anybody, right? I think ultimately video games are, they're a time sink. I mean, that's, that's what they are. I think it's if we treat them like a time sink. I, I, I've been going back over my time playing video games recently, like, trying to determine how I feel about it. Because mm-hmm. it, because immediately after you feel like something was bad for you, you think that it was always bad for you. Mm-hmm. Even, and, But even when it was bad for you, it wasn't bad for you. You were still doing something. Yeah. Uh, and we were just... So I'm, I'm working on this like role-playing game um, for my, my own like tabletop group. And I was able to explain things so so well based in video game terms mm-hmm. it's taught me a lot and it's helped me with my my current meditations um on the world on the nature of my like like my personal like basically like breaking down of the world mm-hmm. and um not just video games but like anime and and all the manga that i used i used to consume so much um from like 11 to like 18 uh, maybe 11 to like 17 maybe, but I was, I was, I would read manga from, in class. Uh, I could read like in a thousand page, like one piece I read like maybe in the span of a week, two or three times. Wow. Uh, uh, but, it, and I remembered some of it, but I, you know, it was, it was in a, a great series, by the way. Uh, the one piece is real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I just, but I think like we can use it to connect with people. Yeah, and that's what's good. Like we we know kind of we have like everything we do for we do for a reason, but we there comes a point when we decide whether we are doing it, and it makes us feel good or not. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make me feel good. I'm slowly introducing certain video games back into my life, mm-hmm. um, and being very very careful about how I do it because a big problem with me is time. Um, like the way that I play a video game, putting pressure on me to get to a certain point. Oh, there's like a new video game releasing every month. I mean, I mean, way more than that, but but the, the new big game 
every month. And there's only so much time you can spend playing a video game. Yeah. And I I would put so much pressure on me to like do that. So the next game would come out and that would be the next big game and then was I having fun playing games? I think I think like uh, and one thing we touched on this a little bit earlier is that when you end up piling on tasks Ooh. that haven't been oh, yes, finished, yes, yes, it, yes, it yes, ends yes. up stressing you out. And so for me, I think I got to a point where the number of responsibilities, as I've gotten older, the yeah, number yeah, of responsibilities yeah. and things that um, need my time uh, increased, right? So oh, I had yeah. less yeah. free time to yeah. spend on video games, but I still wanted to. So what I would do is, as you said, like one release would come out, I'd pick it up, I'd play it for a little while, and in getting caught up and like, you know, the other responsibilities and just the daily necessities of life, you know, mm-hmm. time would pass and I wouldn't finish that game. And then another big release would come out and I wouldn't want to miss that release. So I'd buy that knowing that I hadn't finished my last game. That's been ongoing for several mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind the of... library just Yeah, I, it, it's reached a <laughs> boiling point where... A lot of these games have felt like tasks, and and you know and when you have a number of unfinished tasks, again, like it just it, it's stressful. It doesn't it, feel it, good. It, 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 uh, <clears throat> here's the thing, like here's the thing about realizing what that meant for me too is is the projects, right? And and I'll be pretty open about my I have uh, some pretty pretty uh raunchy adhd you know this thing likes to, likes to, i don't i, I there's I like another that. word for it but they this thing crawled into my life probably has been there since the beginning and i'm over here trying to just do things and i would every other week i mean you know sometimes every every week you know have this hyperfixation then uh burn myself out doing the thing then a new one, and I mean the money wasn't wasn't great. Uh, sometimes it would just be like, after I burnt myself out, I would just spend a bunch of time like trying to recover. Yeah. Uh, by vegging out, <laughs> maybe smoking some, uh, some pot. Uh, <laughs> it was just, it was just like the cycle, you know. It was a yeah. cycle of of starting a new project, getting overwhelmed, or trying to become a master at it within this X amount of time. So that I had this identity, and then, and then I would just close it off, and that would, that's how video games would come into my life. Like mm-hmm. I would, I would get into like sewing, and then I would stop sewing, and then I would just be like, okay, like let's get back to me, and then I would start playing a video game, and then I would be sitting on on Reddit, on the video game subreddit every single time I had free time, figure, and and it would just be over the same posts over and over again because who. Who has time, you know? But I did. I didn't yeah. have time for that. Well, I made the time for it, and and I mean, I was sacrificing time for it. I really was. I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would do that instead of hanging out with my my friends or my dog or my partner. Like I would just be sitting there and yeah, uh, and researching a game when I didn't play it because I had to fill my whole time with it. Right. It had to be my identity for the for for. How long? Who knows? Because it would it wouldn't it wouldn't last for very long, really. Mm-hmm. Not long enough for it to matter. And so I I guess I would connect this to um, this meditation by really influential uh, monk, uh, Buddhist monk, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, uh, rest in peace. He one of his meditations 
breathing in, you feel your space. Breathing out, you are free. So space is really, really important. Not mm-hmm. just not just physical space, which imagine you're locked in a in a room with all of this stuff and you can't even move. You you are not free. But there is this mental uh, idea where every unfinished project that lives like physically or or mentally in your head it lives there we don't put it when we don't when we don't finish them or we don't decide that this is not for us lives there and then we add another project and even though we're we we keep saying we're going to get back around to the first project well when we're 20 projects deep um when do we get back to the first one and it's still there and it it and then we just we get so anxious because how do we have time? We don't have time to do all of that stuff. We, we literally will never have time to do all of that stuff. Everything. Yeah. And then we think that the next thing we do, we have to rush to finish it. We have to rush. We don't have time for the other things. And then but we really do. We do. Um, we just have to take our time. We have to yeah. give ourselves space. But that, that's really interesting. Cause I, I do feel like if you are living and you're continuing to live, there's no real end of the to-do list. If you're participating in this thing we call life, yeah, yeah. that to-do list is never ending, right? Yeah. And I think that uh, it, in order to really escape that feeling of having tasks pile up on you and feeling stressed out, it takes a rewiring of your brain. Well, You have to think about things in a different light. You change your perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Um and that's, that's what I, I try to do is I try to create a lot of analogies uh, so that I can connect with other people's perspectives because sometimes this doesn't make sense. But first, I'm going to lay out what I do because this is I, I, I like the practical approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of when I'm going to buy something. And this is the ADHD brain, right? Like we, we get this, this idea that the, the new thing is going to be the thing that we do. Like this is the new one, right? Uh, we ignore the things that we have for a bit or we say, oh, we're taking a break from this when, you know, who knows right, how long that break is. Well, we get into a new thing, right? So every time I, I decide I get interested, I really have to like, and this is hard. <laughs> so I, have to, I have to hold myself back and I have to ask myself, does this, what are my current projects? What are my current of like things that I'm doing? Like what's, what's taking precedence? Like what's happening within that, that time, right? Do I have to spend money doing this thing? That's a really big one because there's a lot more things that we don't have to spend money than we think uh, or we can try without spending money because, I mean, sometimes we get this idea that to get into a hobby, we have to buy, like, all Ooh, this preparatory man. stuff. Yeah, I know that one hit, a, that one hit a, a hard one. That's a real a, one. That one hit a, hit a nerve, right? And, and that's the thing. Even <laughs> on, like, a not-so, not like, philosophical level, I just feel like nowadays leaving your house just requires it's, money it's like, money right yeah. and, but but i would rather spend money leaving my house than order a whole set of things to my house that i end up never using, using or using once right yeah um we have to consider <clears throat> does this fit within the intentions i have do i have space for this? Do I have physical space for this mm-hmm. because when i get something i i decide that it fills the space so I either have to let go of something else that I that I don't think serves me anymore. That does like Marie Kondo says does spark joy, mm-hmm. 
or you finish something before you start it. And you, I mean, it's hard. You have to, it's really difficult to do this because you have to really be in touch with yourself and know like the really simple thing is I can, uh, I can do this later. Like there's, there's always tomorrow telling yourself that not right now. Because it's it's really hard to do that. Yeah. Because it has to be right now. But and, and I feel like this comes back to the concept of the timeline, right? Like, I think a lot of people tend to operate within the lens of I have to get things done, I have to do them ASAP. But you know, I think it's healthy to if you're genuinely interested in something, you pick it up, you focus on it from a time. If it captivates you enough to continue pursuing that and making that your focus awesome that's awesome yeah but at the same time there's nothing wrong with putting something down and revisiting exactly and and then another another step in this is isn't even just about or another idea perspective on this isn't even just about like how we feel about starting new things how i feel about starting new things it's about not burning myself out on the things that i have Mm -hmm. especially when we get that hyper focus because we we will i mean at least from for me, I will spend hours on on something that I get um, really passionate about, and then getting back to the real world, it's like it's like walking back like on the rockiest path ever because you're you get shell shocked from from having to stop the thing that your your opus for the the week or whatever, right? Or 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 or, or whatever, and yet. That's why it's the right thing to do, because uh, when when you go so far, I mean, you only have so much fuel for that thing. You create such an imbalance in your life that that you know it's like a slingshot. Mm-hmm. You know, you're walking into this into this um, rubber, this uh, what is it, elastic elastic band, and you keep walking into it, and you walk it into it so far that all that, and you can't walk anymore. You get frustrated and then it slings you mm-hmm. and you can't get back. And so what if we, we treat it like it's a ring, like a, like, you know, like a wrestler's ring. Imagine a wrestler's ring. We're standing in the middle. Everything that we do, we, we walk back, we, we you know, walk into one side, one, one, of the, one of the elastic sides, as far as we can go comfortably. And then we walk out of it and go to another side. So it's okay to have a few projects. One project yeah. is too much. Yeah, too you, many projects is is too much. We just have to 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 balance it, you I, know. I, I think it's important that we as creatives find what that balance is. Mm-hmm. We find out what what what's too much. What's too much for you? Yeah, yeah and it, yeah. it requires you to really be honest with yourself, yeah. which is something that I struggled with for yeah. the longest time. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. I I really believed I had like this sense of. Uh, maybe I'm being too harsh, but I had this sense of like over resilience where okay. it's like, oh, I can take on all these projects because I will eventually make time for them. Right. Mm. But too much of that led to a very long list of projects that some of which I probably will never go back to. I'll remember them, mm-hmm. but it it's not a great feeling to know like, mm. man, like that could have been, and I never, I never got to it. And I, I don't think I'll have the time or want to prioritize it you know so, so it's, it's okay. something that i'm struggling with right now it's okay to give up and and 
it sucks sometimes if uh, initially right it sucks mm-hmm. when we have to close an end right we have to tie off mm-hmm. an end before we saw the potential for that end yeah but by letting go we we make that we 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 let the thing that we let go yeah have the freedom to come back when it's the right time but it's not the right time right now for sure. a lot of these things and, sure and uh maybe we'll connect it i'll connect it to um to walking around your house or and you walk around your house and you see you know that project right because some of those things are physical so i see like this instrument that i haven't picked up in in years right like you, you know say it's a guitar and um and it's really all it's doing is taking up space i could put something else in that space i wish i could pick up the guitar but every time i see it, it makes me feel bad mm-hmm. um and so i have two choices i find the time to learn guitar or get get back into it for so it makes me happy um or i decide to let it go because I, it will get more use in someone else's hands maybe i could sell it or mm-hmm. donate it give it to a friend who wants to learn guitar and because the things that we have are impermanent anyways you know why should we let them gather dust and be unhappy in our houses because they make us unhappy mm-hmm. and i will never say that this is an easy thing but it works you know, because we when we make that conscious choice, uh, it feels so good to, to have that freedom. And it does. And it, but it starts with one thing at a time. We can't. I don't know. I don't think we should be doing like just like getting into a project. We shouldn't be doing everything all at once, because uh, life doesn't stop for us. Nope. So I, I still make time. I, I make sure that I have time for my priorities. And then in that moment where I'm like, I got nothing going on right now, we could be bored. And when we're bored, oh, let's just go watch TV. Well, what if instead of watching TV, we hang out for a second and and do something? And I mean, and, and it's not like we shouldn't have fun doing it, put on some music and, and, and we should still take breaks and like hang out. But um, what if we decide just a little bit at a time, one step at a time to let go of things that aren't serving us or... Uh, if that's our problem, you know, if that's something that we have a problem with, mm-hmm. with too many things, you know, or, you know, we don't have to, I think we, we also have this I- idea of doing it all in one go. Yeah. And that's, but then we keep putting it off and I, well, that's my problem, you know? You know, I, I, I um, I'm really interested in. I don't particularly follow the ideology mm-hmm. yet, but I, I'm really fascinated by like the idea of minimalism, minimalism and okay. how like um, one of the principles I, I read that I was reading up on like how one can align their life to be minimalistic okay. and how they can start adopting those principles. Mm-hmm. And like one of the first, I guess one of the ways that you can, somebody who's not a minimalist can get into it is um, sit down and look at their possessions, mm-hmm. right? And so we talked about like the guitar, right? So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it as like uh, like objects that have a purpose in terms of like a project or something, okay. something yeah, that yeah. you know you had an interest in Fair. at one point. So um, the principle was uh, you look at what you have, mm-hmm. and if it's let's take an object. So we're gonna say the guitar, yeah, for example. Guitar. Say, right. say we haven't touched the guitar in 
I think it was around like three months, okay. three to six months. I guess it's really up to the individual to decide, mm-hmm. right? It is, yeah. Three to six months. If we haven't touched that guitar, it's not bringing us any joy. It has really no purpose other than it's there. Mm-hmm. It's something you can return to. You get rid of it. You move on, mm-hmm. right? Now, that's not to say the guitar will never occupy that space ever again, but it's not in your immediate vicinity. It's not reminding you of something you're not doing, mm-hmm. you know? Because clearly, if it was important to you, you would touch it, mm. right? And we and all, you, the older, I, I feel like you have to make a conscious choice to do something. Oh, it has to be right? conscious. It, yeah, has, it, to has, be con- to be, like, it has to be intentional. It, yeah. Nothing's just ever going to fall naturally just like in front of you. You're not going to well, just have... Things I mean, will fall in front of you, but you have to be ready to accept it or deny it. Right. And, if and you, that's a yeah, choice yeah, within yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. all about choices that you make mm-hmm. and if that guitar wasn't a choice for an extended amount of time then maybe it's something that you know you should put away or and, get rid of and there's a balance to this kind of thing because i i i believe in that concept of minimalism i think it's an interesting idea and I, but i also think that it's kind of like we we see the pictures we hear about it and mm-hmm. it's a really lofty goal to consider and, and and yet and i don't think i'm a minimalist I I see the value of things. I believe, personally, I believe that everything has a soul, like energy, right? When someone created something, even though they created a machine that might have created it, there is energy that was put into the design or whatever. And we should put the energy that we want around us, right? So I understand deciding that, okay, well, I haven't touched this guitar in six months, and this is the balance, right? Because are we the are we a, a, a master guitar player who hurt his hand and, and isn't getting back to it? Well yeah, then then keep the guitar because you're you're almost you know, you're you're just wait a little bit longer. But yeah. <laughs> um I think so that's what, what what we were saying about the um so that's what we're saying about the like you know, takes it's up to the person. Mm-hmm. Personally I carry a few instruments, uh, and I've carried them for a couple of months now that I I haven't played. I'm not going to say I haven't touched them. I actually, I, I bring them around with me, even though I don't know how to play them, mm-hmm. um, to kind of like feel their energy. And I think the, the the thing I like to say, the because I like to kind of have all this airy, esoteric, random stuff I say, and then I'll come back to a main point or like a, a phrase, because... These like words of wisdoms are really, really helpful sometimes. Um, and the one I, I like to say to myself and to other people is surround yourself with your intentions, with what you want. So do I want, you know, and so, and so that's, the, that's another part of this, another end of the balance though, because we can't just surround ourselves with everything. Exactly. Because we want everything, but think about it in a more immediate sense. Um, you know, is this manageable? Because if you surround yourself with too many things, obviously it's not manageable. And yet, I will buy a book uh, that I may not use for a while, but I know in my heart that I will open it up when the time is right. Mm-hmm. But in between that book and me, if there is no space, if there is like 
a guitar in between that that I'm not going to use, then I'll never see that book. If it's mm-hmm. under a pile, I'll never see it. Yeah. I, I, I have, I, I would say that, you know, the, the choice, like, so with the book, for example, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to really be sure about what it means to you and that like your intention has to be genuine, okay. right? Like That's it had, you have, it has to be wholly there, you know, like you, cause you might see the book and say, mm-hmm. wow, this is really interesting. I think this is cool. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, you might think that's you saying, oh, I want to read this book, right? Yeah. But if you fair. really want to read the book, you'll make the time to read the book. It's fair. You know what I mean? That intention will be genuine, mm. right? So even if it's not tomorrow or the next day or the day after, like, that book will be there and, and you will read that book. It, I think at that point, it's kind of difficult to not see it as a task Mm. right and me personally i think looking at things as tasks to an extent is structure okay it keeps it it keeps you grounded it keeps you goal oriented you have something you look to accomplish right Mm. i think it it starts getting unhealthy when that list of tasks becomes unmanageable I think it's, for me, it's about the pressure to get something done. Rather than actually... Just enjoy doing it. Exactly. And and so I really like what you said about the... uh, When we were talking about the guitar and you were like, if you haven't touched it. Because I was like, oh, well, my instruments, I haven't learned how to play them yet. I haven't had the time. And yet, sometimes I just pick them up and... I tell myself, I, I, I just feel it, you know, and this is, this is my, like, you know, I'm, I'm a crazy person. I'm not really a crazy person. I just, you know, like I, I will. Maybe a little bit crazy. Yeah, maybe a little but bit in a good yeah, way. In a good way, right? <laughs> I like to just be with things sometime, you know, I don't always have to do something with something. I, like, you know, I'll, I'll sit and, I mean, this is something that maybe can help you decide whether you want to keep something or not instead of just looking at it. When you have that free time, pick it up, you know, and see, like... Mm, like, understand what it means to you. Yeah, like, I mean, I'll, I'll, um... I look at my, like, I look at my... Look at your surroundings, you know? And this is, like, a really big thing with spirituality and, and mindfulness. is mindfulness, right? And and it's a Western... You know, it's a, it's a new thing. Not really a new thing. It's, it's been a thing forever, mindfulness. But there's a new wave of it, of it coming around that I've seen that people are, are starting to really get into it at this age, um... You know, and, and for me, mindfulness really just means being aware of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I use breath techniques, breathing to get, get back into that, that state because it's really hard sometimes or it's really difficult sometimes to feel like I'm in my body. And I, I look around and, and, and I start commenting on the things. I'll say it out loud, too. I'll be like, oh, uh, I have a black table in front of me. It's made of wood. And so I'm looking over right now at my, at my like, I guess it's like my productivity cabinet. It's, it, it's got a bunch of books in it. And sometimes I just look at the names of the books and I'm, I just smile because I'm excited to get into them when the time is right. I used to look at these things and, and, and just feel that, that pressure, that intense weight of just not being able to do it all right now. But it, 
it's okay. And what's so funny is, is and so I come from a background of serving, of being a server uh, at a restaurant, and it's a Korean barbecue, so we bring out raw meat for people to uh, to cook at the table. In some places, they cook it for you at the table, servers do, and sometimes we do. And that job gets really hectic because there's a lot of task management involved because we have maybe up to seven tables that we have to manage the, the, the meat for, the, the flame that they cook on, you know, flipping, cutting, and then not on top of that, bringing them drinks and bringing them food. And it's really tough to sometimes to to feel like I have to get all these tables. I have to get this table, this thing. I have to get that table, this thing. And, and sometimes we try to move much quicker. You know, we're trying to save time by just you know, by, by almost skipping time, you know, we're, we're not paying attention to what we're doing. But often I would do that and I would make a mistake. And then I would have to go back and fix that mistake because, you know, I dropped something or I, I bumped into somebody or, um, or I forgot to grab something because I was moving so quickly and I was running to this table to, to take care of their thing. And the funniest thing was when I was like, well, what if I just take some time to get in sync, make sure I'm, I, when I'm somewhere, I'm doing all I can there, and then I move on to the next thing. And I start to see that I'm way, way more efficient. And all the time that I would have spent being frustrated and picking something up and, and doing this or that, is gone and so I actually end up doing things a lot quicker by doing them slower I'm not doing it slow I'm just doing it intentionally methodical methodical or just yeah, yeah just thinking about what I'm doing mm-hmm. because we sometimes we have to think about how we walk so we don't trip on our feet and think about making sure that that we're getting the things that we need and we're not just trying to rush to the table, get the thing done. And I'm not going to say this is the easiest way because in the service industry, we are taught in a way to conflate our skills uh, with money. We're, we're, we're really like, we're taught kind of some, some tough things here in America when we're getting paid $2 an hour and expecting these customers to pay us, oof, it's tough. It's it's That's, really tough because it I think makes that, it. That warrants its, it's own a bad, episode. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that later because it's a really bad relationship, and that that causes a lot of that frustration. That or it, it helps cause some of that frustration. But we're gonna focus right now on that on that that speed. You know that idea that you know I gotta get this done. I gotta get this done. I have to get this done now. I have to mm-hmm. do this now. You know, I start a new hobby, you know, I'm starting to learn how to how to make music. And it's like, well, if I'm not able to make a song by the end of the month, oh, I can't. You know, what's wrong with me? Well, nothing's wrong with you. You're just not taking it step by step, you know? I think you have to appreciate the journey. The journey. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm trying so hard now and I'm doing so much better than I used to about Learning things completely, you know, um, sometimes just one lesson and just when it applies to something, just meditate on that, you know, like I, 
I have what I call this this um, it's a it started out as a shape meditation and then it's a color meditation and now it's an elements of art meditation but just because it includes a little bit more than than what it what I intended doesn't mean it doesn't it's still not simple right mm-hmm. thinking about what color means to me what shapes mean to me what they do and just applying it to things so you know like uh, uh like how i speak you know i could i could speak softly and maybe i could i could you know attribute that to a circle or the color blue and so i don't i don't you know i'm not sitting here reading about reading all of the the books on taoism and buddhism and you know mysticism uh, that I have, and I have books on that stuff, and I, I mean, I, and I am reading. Um, Peace is every step, I think is what it's called by Thich Nhat Han. But I don't read that book and expect to finish it tomorrow and then gain everything from it. Actually, you know, when I read that book, I will pick it up, I will read one section, and I will put it down, and then I, and then the next few days I take. Maybe just a day, but maybe a couple of days I take trying to really understand that, what I've read. And you know what you're doing? You're appreciating the journey. I'm appreciating the journey. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm not I'm not rushing to get something done. And this is so funny because we I would hear this when I was a kid, like, oh well like it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And it's always these words of wisdom that, that you're like you roll your eyes and you're like, Yeah, that's true, but like what about this? Or like what about that? I don't want to you know? listen because I think I know better. But no, yeah, I mean, and, and it's, it's like it's like it's just like something that that's oh, just because it's true, doesn't mean I should think about this. Yeah, and yet every time I come through all these these complex thoughts, all that happens is that I I really recognize that the very simple vague things are the most true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I want to kind of just go through on this podcast. I think. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's important to understand. I feel like you can't I, I was kind of lost until I came to terms with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Understanding yeah. that, you know, it's again, and to quote my friend again, you're at no point in your life are you ever required to have all the answers. Oh no, yeah. Right. You're, I mean, my two cents on that is that you have as many answers as you want, but the more answers you get, the more questions you got, and you just got to be okay with that, because I love the unknown. You know, my I struggle with it sometimes, but my struggle tends to be more with action, uh, because there's so many possibilities, and I know that a lot of us are anxious, because we struggle with the unknown, because we struggle with not having 100% control with what happens around us. And I'm here to tell you that that's okay, because you do have control over one thing, and it doesn't feel like that all the time. It doesn't feel like I can control how I act in response to things. But all it takes is a change in perspective. You know, all it takes is just you know, asking yourself, do I like doing this thing? Or really, really simply, and this is something that I will say, you will hear me say a lot, maybe, 
I say it a lot to myself. What can I do right now? Because cause especially with the anxiety, it's like you're following this train of thought into the future and you're leaving your body behind uh, because of all the possibilities. And I, I am a daydreamer. I have such a developed imagination that I will, every time I meet somebody, I will play out the fantasy of, of our friendship <laughs> in my head. And it's like years into the future and then it's like, wow, what a wonderful thing that isn't happening right now. And so, you know, I, I, I will think about, oh, like, you know, presentation's coming up. Like, how am I going to do this? Like, all this stuff in the presentation happens. And today I had a presentation, and as soon as I get up there, I'm like, oh, this is different than what I expected. And it goes by so quickly. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like we can always expect something we can always live in the future in our head live in the past in our head but what you're doing when you do that is you know the presence passing by yeah you're, you're so you're, you're 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 one Your you're not there. there and two you can't change anything you can't not unless you change something in the present and so i i really love that i have this like uh, this imagination because it helps me get in touch with my subconscious and it really like when I can channel it and get back into the present, I can actually like, I can do some pretty cool stuff. I can do some like, I can do some really cool visualization. I can do some, some, I can learn things much quicker than I used to. But the first step is just getting back into it, you know, getting back into my, into my current self. Um, Thich Nhat Hanh says it really, really nicely because he, he explains the breath technique is getting back in your body and you open your eyes and you see the the you see a tree or you see something you're like wow that is so wonderful you know just like isn't it amazing that that these things exist you know like uh, in front of me right now like i'm looking at my 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 macbook and i'm just like whoa like the amount of hands and 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 brains that took to create this marvel of of technology i I think about that you know I, i try to think about it like that because I appreciate things a little bit more, you know, get grateful for them. And then you, you can also just see the things that are around you, you know, and, and interact with them in a better, in a healthier way, maybe. I think, I think, yeah, I think the, uh, the moral of this episode is really (laughs) just being present, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's going to be a theme coming, coming into pretty much every episode, probably like. Because uh, it's simple, and yet it has so many faces. We've talked about so many things. We couldn't. We can't co- cover every single uh, possibility in the world. And that's why there will be episodes. And that's where there's so many episodes. We can talk about a lot of things. And um, I think uh, a good question that you said um, that we can leave to our listeners. Oh yeah. To close this episode is what can you do right now. Yeah, what can you do right what now? What can you do right now? Maybe you could turn off the podcast. Maybe get some sleep. Well, think about it before you turn it off. Or actually think <laughs> about it after you turn it off so that you can listen to it again. There you go. I'm not trying to convince you of anything, but... Go get a farm burger. <laughs> go get a farm burger. <laughs> well. Signing out. Signing out.